Hello and welcome to the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. This is your host, Paris Grant. And here on the show, I talk about a lot of different financial topics. I talk about saving, investing, paying off debt, the economy, all different sorts of things. But the real reason that I started this show is that I am a millennial who desires to become a millionaire. And as I learn and apply different things to my own financial life, I want to share them with you to help you in yours. And your goals might not be the same as mine, but I want to be able to, when I become a millionaire, to be able to point to this podcast and say, you know, that is everything I've learned over the course of my, like, you know, financial education. Not that it's ever going to stop, but something that I can point to and say, you know, if you want to become a millionaire, go listen to the show. And those are all the different things that were on my mind, which is why a lot of what I share might not necessarily, you know, follow a set pattern. It's just that as I learn things, as I start applying things to my own financial life, I'm like, I'm going to record an episode about this. But... One thing that I haven't done in a very long time is talk about my own personal finances. Um, I haven't talked about my own financial situation. And I think it's so important that we have discussions about money, not just me talking to you about my finances, but you talking to your friends, to your family about your finances so that we can kind of promote this financial transparency. And it also kind of builds up a sense of integrity and really helps you to understand where everyone's really at. You know, um, I think about places where they don't where, where the co-workers don't talk about how much they all get paid for doing similar jobs. And it kind of promotes this sort of disparity where people don't know how much they should be getting paid. They don't know if they're getting a fair shake because, you know, they don't know how much everybody else around them is getting paid. But when they know it's empowering. So, um, In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the importance of building up an emergency fund, but I'm going to be using myself as the example. I'm going to be using real things that I've learned over the course of, uh, I want to say the past two or three months um, that have really played into just the importance of it. And it'll really, and as I go on the show, you'll kind of understand more or less why I'm talking about it. But I do want to share my financial life with you so that you guys know that I'm not just a guy behind a screen. Um, Just like all of you guys, I have bills to pay. I got debt. I got things I'm trying to go do, but I'm not going to let that deter me from becoming a millionaire. So thank you so much for for tuning in. Uh, Please make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Please make sure to share this with your friends. It'd be awesome if you left a five-star review talking about how great the show is. But if you don't do any of those things, I just want you to remember one thing. And that's that this is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. And here, we don't keep it 100. We keep it 1 million. And welcome back to the show. This is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. And on this episode, we're going to be talking all about emergency funds. I'm going to be using myself as a case in point to really talk about why it's just so important that you have savings before you get into all the other aspects of your financial life. Now, I'm using myself for reference throughout this episode because I do want to talk about my own financial situation and about the fact that even though I work in finance, I have a financial podcast, I'm still a human being at the end of the day. Now, who does, this, who does this episode apply to? Every single person. I believe that no matter what step you're in in your financial journey, I believe that it all starts with saving up your emergency fund. Now, what is an emergency fund? It's a sum of money. It's usually recommended to be three to six months worth of living expenses that you have in place for when disaster strikes. Now, disaster striking can be things like, you know, um, get laid off from your job, you get a flat tire, you know, some unexpected expense comes up. The last thing that we want to have to do is to draw from our investing, to have to stop ourselves from paying down debt, to have to really 
basically interrupt our financial lives for the sake of a short-term setback. And a good way to circumvent this is by having this emergency fund in place. Now, if you haven't already started it, or if you know, you're just finding out about this, when should you start? It should be the first thing you do. I believe in everybody's financial journey, it all starts with saving. At the, it can be very exciting to want to pay off debt. It can be very exciting to want to get started investing. You know, we get this fear of FOMO. We read the books. We listen to the podcast. We want to start moving forward and do all these amazing things. But I believe that the foundation of all of this is just having the mindset of, you know, being able to save money instead of spend money. And there's a lot of different ways you can get into like how to save money. But ultimately, I think your first goal should be saving up that first three months worth of living expenses. If your life is a little bit more variable, if you don't really have the same expenses day in, day out, or if your income is variable, I believe actually making it longer, um, maybe up to six months, just so that you have that extra cushion, that added sense of security. The reason um, that I bring up this episode is that uh, recently this past year, I quit my job, I bought a car, and I moved to a new place. I'm no longer based in Miami, I'm now living in Georgia. And with all these things, I failed to plan financially because I looked at my portfolio, I looked at my net worth, and I said I have enough money to do all these things. But because I didn't forecast, because I didn't plan, because I didn't have an emergency fund put in place, I ended up having a drawdown from my investments, which has set me back financially in terms of you know compound of compound interest, in terms of my actual net worth, in terms of all, all these other sort of prospects. But it's because my foundation, when I first started investing, when I first got started in my financial journey, I didn't have that many bills and I thought my and I thought my life was just gonna be like that. I didn't really forecast, you know years in the future I'd be buying a car years in the future I'd be leaving so I didn't plan accordingly so the point I want to make in in this entire episode is that your financial life just like your regular life is not static you're not you might not live in the same place forever you're not going to drive the same car forever your current circumstances will not be your forever circumstances so the importance of having an emergency fund or the importance of saving is so that when these changes occur you're not having to go backtrack. You're not having to go, um, you know, shoot yourself in the foot. You're not robbing. I don't know how the term goes, you know, robbing Bill to pay Tom. You know what I mean? Um, you want to make sure that you have the foundation first and then you're building upon that foundation without having to tear down. Now, a great place to start your emergency fund, a great place to be putting this money is not in a piggy bank. It's in a high yield savings account. Now, I've been talking a lot about inflation and the fact that, you know, over time, when you have savings, it eats away at your wealth. And that shouldn't dissuade you from saving. At the end of the day, $10,000, regardless of inflation, is $10,000. You know, um, and if you're using inflation as a deterrent from stopping you from, you know, saving because you're saying it's just going to eat away at my wealth, I might as well just go put it in the stock market. The stock market is not guaranteed. As, we, as we've seen right now, you know, if you had your emergency fund, and I'm using quotation marks, in the stock market right now, and you face an emergency, you'd actually have less money, you'd have to actually take a loss. We want to avoid all of that by establishing that savings. And now if you've already if you've already, you know, have your three to six months worth of living expenses set, then you can just go ahead and skip this episode. But I do think that in a lot of our financial lives, it could be easier to see the end results that we want and not want to focus on the you know, the less fun aspects that have to re- that we need to go through to be able to build up to that. So high yield savings account, you know, I, I use Marcus by Goldman Sachs. It's only 0.5%. So I'm actually like, I am technically losing money over time. But the added security that I have from being able to 
know that you know if when i get a, when i get a flat tire okay i don't have to go sell stock to be able to pay for it i'll just be able to use the use the money <clears throat> for what it's for now the reason why right the whole reason i'm talking about all of this i'm and it bears repeating disaster will strike you will get a flat tire you'll you could get fired from your job you could have to relocate for whatever reason you could get hit with a bill that you completely forgot about and you want to be able to plan for each you can't plan for each and every situation you can't say i'm gonna get a flat tire on this day so i'm gonna save up 500 for this day but by building up this pattern of saving you're gonna know that you have you know something to fall back on so you don't have to go stop all your other bigger financial plans you know right now um my current goal for the year is to build up my emergency fund and the cool thing about building up your emergency fund is that by doing so, you not only give yourself the leeway, the safety, and all these other amazing things that I've talked about, but you also get to learn the principles it takes to be able to save consistently, which will be fruitful in your investing journey. When you can get into that, the mindset of consistently putting away money to kind of build up, first, it'll be your emergency fund. Next, you're consistently putting up, you're consistently putting away money to pay off debt, consistently putting away money to invest in the stock market. When you get, when you're building up these habits, it doesn't start to feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like an obligation. It just is part of your financial life. And the cool thing about savings is that if you don't spend any of it, it only goes up, which is a super great feeling to see, especially because, you know, if you're investing in the stock market, there's the ups and there's the downs. But being able, when you're saving, your only thing you're seeing is your balance going up. You're able to see the fruits of your labor, and that carries over into all other aspects of your financial life. How you do anything is how you do everything. So like I said, for me, my goal for this year is to save $10,000, which is a bit more than six months worth of living expenses for me, but I do enjoy the added security. As much as I love to invest, I'm actually very risk averse. I kind of have to temper that by being you know, aggressive where I can be, but in overall, I would say I'm very risk averse. So I like to be able to say okay no matter what i'm gonna be solid because the last thing you should ever do with any money that you're investing is draw it down and this and th that's the reason why in retirement accounts is usually a penalty for early withdrawals but even in your regular regular brokerage accounts the point the purpose of investing you know just by its definition is for long-term endeavors so you don't want to have to sacrifice your long term for your short term so what this means for me is that right now I'm having to sit out of the stock market outside of, you know, my company's 401k or the HSA that I have. But, you know, personally, I can't go. I, I'm not able to contribute to my brokerage account or to my Roth IRA because I'm, you know, I'm going to be spending the year building up this emergency fund, which is a little bit discouraging, especially given that everything is on sale right now. And this goes back into the point I've been trying to make is that if you've already built up your emergency fund, you're literally just being able to just cash out on the deals that are in the stock market right now. But without that being said, you know, it's also a lesson in one, I guess, the consequences of what happens when you don't plan. But it also shows that right now it's a season right now. The stock market might be red. The stock market might not be in the best place. And eventually it's going to be in a different place. It doesn't mean that uh, the stock market and everything else is never going to be static. So right now, that's my goal for the year. And the reason why I want to share this is just because I know that it can be so easy and so tempting to, you know, just take care of things in the now, to be able to, you know, feel that FOMO. Oh, my God, people are investing in cryptos and NFTs, and I want to get this started and that started. I think that finances can be so inspiring because we have that hope. We're able to see the future that we can create for ourselves. Once we realize that it's all up to us, it really actually, you know, as far as you up, you want to get in there, you want to start doing all these amazing things. But there are steps to take. And by taking each step and doing so diligently, you'll be able to 
get yourself to a better financial place. So thank you guys so much for listening to this. Please, if you have not already, go open up a high yield savings account. Come up, uh, come up with your living expenses. That just means whatever you're going to be paying on a day, on a month to month basis. That includes, you know, your car payments, rent, phone bill, subscriptions, whatever it is. But then whatever it is per month, multiply that times six. And that is your savings goal. Once you've hit that number, you're free to start going into all the other uh, cool stuff. But I thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I do think it's important to have that degree of transparency when I speak just because I want you guys to understand that I'm right in there with you. So I thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that this helps. If you've already established your emergency fund, please share with somebody who hasn't. But that's all I got for you. This is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. And here we don't keep it 100. We keep it 1 million.